Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. Okay, welcome to this evening prayer service on this Friday, December 15th, 2023. As we continue our journey through the daily office, I hope you are enjoying this time in this liturgy of morning prayer and evening prayer said every day that's uh, coming out of the Anglican Christian tradition. As always, I am reading out of the Book of Common Prayer, published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. If you'd like to learn more about that church or to find a parish in your area, go to anglicanchurch.net. Also, if you'd like to follow along with me for this service of evening prayer, you can go to dailyoffice2019.com. I have a link in the description for you as well. And you can just follow along from beginning to end right on that one page. It's a very useful tool. So let's take a moment to quiet our hearts and prepare for worship. So again, this is evening prayer for Friday, December 15th, 2023. This is the Friday after the second Sunday in Advent. Let's begin with an opening sentence from Scripture. Therefore stay awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening, or at midnight, or when the rooster crows, or in the morning, lest he come suddenly and find you asleep. Dearly beloved, the Scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by His infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in His presence, to give thanks for the great benefits that we have received at His hands, to declare His most worthy praise, to hear His holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others, those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore, draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let's pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. 
O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let us say the Fosshilleron together. O gladsome light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun, and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices. O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. Psalm appointed for this evening prayer for the 15th day of the month, Psalm 78. Hear my teaching, O my people. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known, and such as our forefathers have told us, that we should not hide them from the children of the generations to come, but show the honor of the Lord, his mighty and wonderful works that he has done. He made a covenant with Jacob, and gave Israel a law, which he commanded our forefathers to teach their children, that their posterity might know it, and the children which were yet unborn, with the intent that when they came up, they might show it to their children, that they might put their trust in God, and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments, and not be as their forefathers, a faithless and stubborn generation a generation that did not set their heart aright, and whose spirit did not cleave steadfastly to God. Like the children of Ephraim, archers carrying bows, who turned back in the day of battle. They did not keep the covenant of God, and would not walk in his law, but forgot what he had done, and the wonderful works that he had shown them. Marvelous things he did in the sight of our forefathers, in the land of Egypt, even in the field of Zoan. He divided the sea and let them go through. He made the waters to stand in a heap. In the daytime he led them with a cloud, and all the night through with a light of fire. He split the hard rocks in the wilderness and gave them drink in abundance as out of the great deep. He brought waters out of the stony rock, so that it gushed out like the rivers. Yet for all this they sinned more against him, and provoked the Most High in the wilderness. They tested God in their hearts, and demanded food for their craving. They spoke against God, saying, can God prepare a table in the wilderness? Indeed, he smote the stony rock, 
so that water gushed out, and the streams overflowed. But can he give bread also, or provide meat for his people? When the Lord heard this, he was full of wrath. So a fire was kindled against Jacob, and there flared up fierce anger against Israel, because they did not believe in God, and did not put their trust in his help. So he commanded the clouds above, and opened the doors of heaven. He rained down manna upon them to eat, and gave them food from heaven. So mortals ate the bread of angels, for he sent them food enough. He caused the east wind to blow in the heavens, and through his power he brought in the south wind. He rained meat upon them as thick as dust, and feathered fowl like the sand of the sea. He let it fall among their tents, even round about their habitations. So they ate and were well filled, for he gave them what they desired. They did not deny themselves their cravings. But while the food was yet in their mouths, the heavy wrath of God came upon them and slew the mightiest of them, and struck down the young men of Israel. But for all this they sinned yet more, and did not believe his wondrous works. Therefore he brought their days to an end in vanity, and their years in trouble. When he slew them, they sought him, and returned and inquired after God. And they remembered that God was their rock, and the Most High God was their Redeemer. Nevertheless, they flattered him with their mouth, and spoke deceitfully to him with their tongue. For their heart was not fixed on him, neither did they continue steadfast in his covenant. But he was so merciful that he forgave their iniquities, and did not destroy them. Indeed, many times he turned his wrath away, and would not permit his displeasure to arise. For he considered that they were but flesh, that they were even as the wind that passes away and comes not again. Many times they provoked him in the wilderness, and grieved him in the desert. They turned back and tested God and provoked the Holy One of Israel. They remembered not his power, nor the day when he delivered them from the hand of the enemy, how he had wrought his miracles in Egypt, and his wonders in the field of Zoan. He turned their waters into blood, so that they might not drink of the rivers. He sent flies among them, which devoured them up, and frogs to destroy them. He gave their fruit to the grasshopper, and their labor to the locust. He destroyed their vines with hailstones, and their sycamore trees with the frost. He smote their cattle also with hailstones, and their flocks with hot thunderbolts. He cast upon them the furiousness of his wrath, anger, displeasure, and trouble, sending these destroying angels among them. He made a way for his indignation, and did not spare their soul from death, 
but gave their life over to the pestilence, and smote all the firstborn in Egypt, the firstfruits of their strength in the dwellings of Ham. But as for his own people, he led them forth like sheep, and carried them in the wilderness like a flock. He brought them out safely, and they were not afraid. He overwhelmed their enemies with the sea, and brought them within the borders of his holy land, to his mountain, which he obtained with his right hand. He cast out the nations before them, and caused their land to be divided among them for an inheritance, and made the tribes of Israel to dwell in their tents. But they tested and displeased the Most High God, and did not keep his testimonies, but turned their backs and fell away like their forefathers, twisting aside like a broken bow. For they grieved him with their hill altars, and provoked him to displeasure with their images. When God heard this, he was full of wrath, and utterly rejected Israel, so that he forsook the tabernacle in Shiloh, even the tent that he had pitched among them. He delivered the ark into captivity, and his glory into the enemy's hand. He gave his people over to the sword, and was angry with his inheritance. Fire consumed their young men, and their maidens had no marriage songs. Their priests were slain with the sword, and their widows made no lamentation. Then the Lord awakened as one out of sleep, and like a warrior recovered from wine. He drove his enemies backward, and put them to a perpetual shame. He rejected the tabernacle of Joseph, and did not choose the tribe of Ephraim, but chose the tribe of Judah, even the hill of Zion, which he loved. <clears throat> and there he built his sanctuary, like the heights of heaven, like the earth which he had established forever. He chose David his servant, and took him away from the sheepfolds. As he was following the ewes that were great with young, God took him that he might feed Jacob his people, and Israel his inheritance. So he fed them with a faithful and true heart, and guided them with skillful hands. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first lesson is a reading from the prophet Isaiah, beginning with the 58th chapter and the first verse. Cry aloud, do not hold back. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Declare to my people their transgression, to the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways, as if they were a nation that did righteousness and did not forsake the judgment of their God. They ask of me righteous judgments. They delight to draw near to God. Why have we fasted and you see it not? 
Why have we humbled ourselves, and you take no knowledge of it? Behold, in the day of your fast, you seek your own pleasure, and oppress all your workers. Behold, you fast only to quarrel, and to fight, and to hit with a wicked fist. Fasting like yours this day will not make your voice to be heard on high. Is such the fast that I choose, a day for a person to humble himself? Is it to bow down his head like a reed, and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Will you call this a fast, and a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the fast that I choose? To loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the straps of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry, and bring the homeless poor into your house, when you see the naked to cover him, and not to hide yourself from your own flesh? Then shall your light break forth like the dawn, and your healing shall spring up speedily. Your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry, and he will say, Here I am. If you take away the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger, and spreading wickedness, if you pour yourself out for the hungry, and satisfy the desire of the afflicted, then shall your light rise in the darkness, and your gloom be as the noonday. And the Lord will guide you continually, and satisfy your desire in scorched places, and make your bones strong. And you shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water, whose waters do not fail. And your ancient ruins shall be rebuilt. You shall raise up the foundations of many generations. You shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to dwell in. If you turn back your foot from the Sabbath, from doing your pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, and the day of the Lord honorable, if you honor it, not going your own ways, or seeking your own pleasure, or talking idly, then you shall take delight in the Lord, and I will make you ride on the heights of the earth. I will feed you with the heritage of Jacob your father, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's say the Magnificat together. My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed, for he that is mighty has magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him throughout all generations. He has shown the strength of his arm, he has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones, and has exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. 
He, remembering his mercy, has helped his servant Israel. As he promised to our fathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The second lesson is a reading from the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Luke, beginning with the 17th chapter, the first verse. And he said to his disciples, Temptations to sin are sure to come, but woe to the one through whom they come. It would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were cast into the sea than that he should cause one of these little ones to sin. Pay attention to yourselves. If your brother sins, rebuke him, and if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times in the day, and turns to you seven times, saying, I repent, you must forgive him. The apostle said to the Lord, Increase our faith. And the Lord said, If you had faith like a grain of mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Will any one of you who has a servant plowing or keeping sheep say to him when he has come in from the field, Come at once and recline at table? Will he not rather say to him, Prepare supper for me, and dress properly, and serve me while I eat and drink, and afterward you will eat and drink? Does he thank the servant because he did what was commanded? So you also, when you have done all that you were commanded, say, we are unworthy servants. We have only done what was our duty. On the way to Jerusalem, he was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, he was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. And he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered, Were not ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say the Nook Dominus together. Lord, now let your servants depart in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of your people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us say the Apostles' Creed together. 
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. For this next set of suffrages, the response is, We entreat you, O Lord. That this evening may be holy, good, and peaceful. We entreat you, O Lord. That your holy angels may lead us in paths of peace and goodwill. We entreat you, O Lord. That we may be pardoned and forgiven for our sins and offenses. We entreat you, O Lord. That there may be peace in your church and in the whole world. We entreat you, O Lord. That we may depart this life in your faith and fear and not be condemned before the great judgment seat of Christ. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit in the communion of all your saints, entrusting one another and all our life to Christ. We entreat you, O Lord. The Collect of the Day for this Friday after the second Sunday in Advent. Let us pray. Blessed Lord, who caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant us so to hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them. That by patience and the comfort of your holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life, which you have given us in our Savior Jesus Christ who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A Collect for Faith. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, by your death you took away the sting of death. Grant us, your servants, so to follow in faith where you have led the way, that we may at length fall asleep peacefully in you, and wake up in your likeness. 
for your tender mercy's sake. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast at this time to offer your own prayers and petitions to the Lord. We'll come back together for the general thanksgiving. Okay, let's say the general thanksgiving together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation, in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. Okay, well that will bring evening prayer to a close for this Friday evening. Again, thank you so much for taking the time to pray with me. I hope it was an edifying time for you. If you'd like to reach out to me with any comments or prayer requests, you can reach me at commonprayer419 at gmail.com. You can also reach me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at commonprayer419. Also, before I go, I'd be remiss if I did not ask you to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it. Any positive reviews you can give on it would be greatly appreciated. We would definitely want to make sure that you don't miss any future services, which will be on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, 8 a.m. Eastern for morning prayer and 5 p.m. Eastern for evening prayer. But having said all that, we'll go ahead and wrap up, and I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Again, this has been Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly. Again, thank you for joining me. May God bless you, and I'll see you next time.